All right. Welcome back to Sweating the Board, the gambling segment for the Zoom Disputed Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Trevor Shores. And I am Colton Spore, the other co-host. All right, Colton, how was your weekend this weekend? Uh, pretty good. Just uh, another full weekend of football, enjoying uh, towards the end of the MLB playoffs and uh, knocking out some homework along the way. What about you? Yeah, I'm kind of on the same boat. I worked a lot this weekend at my job, so I wasn't able to catch as much, you know, football and baseball as I wanted to. But when I got home, I kind of caught up on all the major, major games, major stories from the day, from both days. And so I'm able to excited to kind of talk about kind of what happened in the sports world and kind of recap it from there. So where would you want to start? Do you want to kind of start with our like kind of just recapping the weekend with our best five picks first? Yeah, let's go with the best five. All right, so I'll start with mine. So I, once again, didn't do great again. Uh, I'll kind of recap. So I'll start with my winners. We'll start with winners because that's more positive on a positive way. My first one winner was Texas A&M minus four and a half over Mississippi State. Um, from what I saw with that game, it looks like Texas A&M was kind of mostly in control with that game throughout. Mississippi State kind of made a late charge towards the end of the game, but it looks like Texas A&M are able to hold them off. So what does that kind of say? Is that say Texas A&M is kind of, you know, kind of for real or just Mississippi State isn't like the team that we thought they were really at the beginning of the year? Yeah, after, I mean, after that LSU game or since that LSU game, um, Mississippi State's been really bad. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that offense hasn't done much. I, I figured they would score 30-plus a game with Mike Leach, but, yeah, they really haven't done much. Yeah, and then, like you said, Texas A&M knocked off Florida, another win this week. I mean, they might be for real. Yeah, for sure. And my second winner of the weekend was Bears plus one-and-a-half and money line over the Panthers. Um, that game there, Bears were pretty much, you know, it was their show from the beginning. A couple of questionable calls throughout the game in my book, but you know we hung on and beat the Panthers, and all of a sudden moving up. Uh, as of now, let me do a little search in here just for a second. I believe the as the Bears of, are leading as of seven thirty on Sunday evening. The Bears are first in the NFC North, going at, coming in at five. Yeah, five and one. So. But the Packers Packers losing. So a lot of people are saying, oh, the Bears aren't very good. Well, five and one, number one in the North as of now. So that must must mean they're doing something right. Yeah, just keep winning. For sure. That's all you got to do. Doesn't matter how you win, just have more points than the other team. So. Then we'll go back to my losers for the weekend. I have Alabama, Georgia. I initially said the under of 56 and a half just because I thought defenses would show up that game, but, you know, offenses prevail and Alabama kind of took it to Georgia most of the game and stuff. I caught the end of the game after I got home and basically Alabama's the Alabama team. We know they're able to put up points at will and hold, hold, hold deep their defense holds and they look, up there with Clemson as one of the top teams in college football this year, as you, as per usual. Yeah. Yeah. It always feels like they're right up there. And my other two losers, I went the UFC route. I tried to dip my toe into there and ultimately failed. I took Caitlin Chukagan as my underdog over Jessica Andrade and she just got whacked in the first round there. So that was a <laughs> loss. And then I took Korean zombie to beat Brian Ortega and Ortega just, took it to him all five rounds and had the ultimate decision win. So 
or unanimous decision win, excuse me. So missed those two there. And then my previous from previous best five picks, I took the and the NLCS, I took Dodgers in six, which as of right now is still happening in game seven. So that was a loser. And then ALCS, I had the Astros in seven, which they ended up losing game seven to the Rays. And the Rays are moving on to the World Series, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And we got to game seven tonight with uh, Braves and Dodgers. So, yeah, by the time this comes out, we'll know who's playing in the World Series. Yep, for sure. So, Colton, how did, how did your picks do from last time? So my five picks from last week went three and two, an okay week. Um, uh, just like you, I had the Bears. I took the Bears money line. They were my underdog. Uh, that hit, like we said, they uh, uh, prevailed against Carolina. I won right around 10 bucks on that. I'm kind of a small better, but yeah, 10 bucks is a pretty big one for me. So that was nice. Um, I had the Lions minus three. I felt really confident in that, and they controlled the Jags throughout. I uh, probably should have put more money on that. I think I only had like a buck or two, but uh, that was a nice win. Uh, my third win was the Miami over uh, the Miami Hurricanes college football. Uh, they needed to score 30. They kicked a field goal late in the fourth to get to 31. So that just hit, but uh, that was another nice win. I had the Vikings minus four, and this was an absolute shocker to me. They came out and played terrible. Mm-hmm. And, Atlanta, and Atlanta played like a playoff team. It was crazy. <laughs> they played their best game of the year, and they whooped Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So that flopped. And then my lock of the week was Green Bay minus one, and that flopped too. They came out. Uh, Green Bay was up 10 nothing early, and Tampa scored the next 38 and absolutely dominated. That was insane to see. All of a sudden, like Aaron Rodgers sc- scores that touchdown or whatever and does his little hip thrust or whatever the hell he was doing there, and then – all of a sudden after that, Tampa scores 38 unanswered and then just kind of take over from there. So, yeah, it was really weird. It was weird. Tampa's Tampa's D line dominated. They got they got home quite a bit, quite a bit of time. So, yeah, that was weird to see. It felt like Green Bay was uh, one of the best teams in the league. But, um, you, know, you know, maybe not. Maybe that NFC is, you know, maybe Tampa makes a run there. And uh, I still have another pending pick. Um I feel like I made this pick like three or four weeks ago, <laughs> but uh, I had the Dodgers to win the NLCS. And you know, like Trevor said, as we're recording tonight, that game's going on. They're down one nothing early. So by the time this is released, uh, we'll know uh, the status of that pick. So, Yeah, for sure. And going back to that Packers uh, talking there. So I believe I read this is one of the first uh, Packers play that had like a top 15 defense in the league. And, Aaron Rodgers didn't play, you know, as well as he has the first few games. So maybe, you know, he plays a decent defense, you know, doesn't always perform as we've seen him do. So really, you know, really hate to see Aaron Rodgers not perform as a, as for me, it's really, really very upsetting. So if you can't tell the sarcasm in my voice, there's very sarcastic there. So anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah. I understand that NFC North hate definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yep, for sure. So we can kind of go back talking a little bit about college football. So we had a few, like we said, like last time, it wasn't really a great slate of games and stuff. There was obviously Alabama, Georgia. We talked a little bit about that. They won 41-24 there. Uh, I initially thought Georgia might cover that game, kind of keep it close, but Alabama were able to take it to them. Stetson Bennett didn't really perform as well as initially would have thought, but you know, like we said, Alabama's being their usual self and uh 
this kind of control in the game and poss- is probably going to be in that uh, one of those playoff teams there. Would you agree with that? Oh, definitely. Yeah, but I'm sure they'll be in the playoff. And, uh, you know, Georgia was actually up at halftime. It was weird. That's I thought, true. yeah. Yeah, I really thought, like you said, that Georgia was going to cover and make it a ball game. But, yeah, that second half, Alabama dominated. I don't, I, I don't think Georgia scored in the second half. I think it was 24-20 at halftime, and they yeah. didn't score the rest of the way. That sounds about right. But, um, you know, we talked about Nick Saban, and he actually got to coach. Yeah. He got three negatives in a row, um, which was surprising. But, yeah, he got to coach. Yeah, I forgot. I was just about to bring that up, too. So I wonder. So initially, I think the game was at seven points before they announced he was positive. And then it jumped to five and a half, which I got it at Georgia five and a half is what I took and lost that. But I wonder, I didn't look anymore after that if uh, if that line jumped back up at all. Or did you catch that at all? I didn't catch it, but, um, you know, that's a good point. I bet it did, honestly. As soon as that news broke, I'm sure it jumped right back up. Yeah, for sure. Um, some other games we kind of saw. Um, Clemson absolutely manhandled Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech seventy-three to seven. Holy cow! Like Trevor Lawrence just went on a tear. That first half had like I think it was what 50, 50 something to seven that first half, and then like able to hit that hit got the seventy burger on him. Seventy-three to seven. Clemson literally hit the over on their own without didn't even need Georgia Tech stuff. I forget what the over was like. 50 or 60 something, but Georgia Tech or excuse me, Clemson were able to just absolutely destroy Georgia Tech. It was just insane to say that. Yeah, and that's that that Clemson just rolling through the ACC like we talked about. It feels like they just roll over everybody. Mm-hmm. And I actually saw on Twitter that some guy had like ten thousand bucks on the over for that game. So luckily for that guy, that hit. But <laughs> what a crazy bet, honestly. I could never – I that's the dream of being able to throw crazy <laughs> money like that on a random bet or a game like that too. So one yeah. can only dream about that. Um, some other couple of games, we'll, we'll just kind of briefly touch this. We said this earlier, Texas A&M beating Mississippi State, covering that five-and-a-half points. Really, we don't really need to say too much more that we already said. Um, a couple of upsets we saw kind of throughout the top, top 25 there. South Carolina – uh, upsetting number 15 Auburn in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. So that was kind of an upset. I thought uh, I, I kind of was, I remember a couple episodes ago questioning Auburn. Are they for real team? Or are they, uh, are they the team that everybody's saying they are so far And South Carolina just had no issues with Auburn at all there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, that was, that was surprising to me. Honestly, I, I like to think of Auburn as one of those, um, upper tier teams in the SEC and um, yeah it, I, it was surprising to me to see them lose I did see some people were kind of more on South Carolina side going into Saturday so maybe they had a swing of money or uh, picks or something going that way um, a couple other upsets this one Kentucky just absolutely throttling number 18 Tennessee 34 to 7 and I saw another stat that said Kentucky was like 10 and 0 or 11 and 0 in their last uh, games where they've covered the spread against as an unranked team against a top, uh, like a ranked team. So that bumped them up another, but on their win record to 11 and 0 or 12 and 0, whatever that is, they absolutely had no issues. So no, so Tennessee and Auburn are kind of similar. Like, are they, like we question, are they for real? And then they both take, both take some L's to some unranked teams there. And so maybe Tennessee is not what they, everybody thinks they are. 
Yeah, yeah. And I also saw that um, it was like Kentucky's first win in Knoxville in like decades. So a big time win there for Kentucky. For sure. I know they're big rivals in that those two states there and Kentucky got the better of them there. Then one other ups, notable upset is Florida State upsetting number five, North Carolina, 31-28. Like we were, we everybody thought Florida State's dead in the water. They're not being able to just kind of tank in the season. All of a sudden just a whooping on North Carolina. They were up big early in the game. Then North Carolina almost came back and won that game. But Florida State takes the upset and over North Carolina and gets a, gets a signature win on the year. Yeah, that was like probably the most surprising game to me. Like you talked about Florida State. I mean, just looked awful this year. And I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there was talks like pretty much everything I read was take North Carolina and the spread. Like people mm-hmm. didn't even expect them to cover. So, yeah, that was a crazy upset. I mean, if you got Florida State money line, what a great bet. For sure. Yep. Then some other notable ones we'll just quickly touch on. Miami beating Pittsburgh 31-19. I think Miami was a 13-point uh had the spread there didn't cover that but Miami gets a win over Pitt Notre Dame barely surviving Louisville 12 to 7 very low scoring game that surprised me I thought definitely Notre Dame would be able to score a lot of points on Louisville but sure enough only a five-point win wins a win I guess so they're still be the top five team this coming week then Arkansas beating Old Miss 33-21 was another big kind of eye-opener there so like is this Arkansas team of a lot better team in the past couple of years that they've put together and is old miss kind of just not not quite there yet compared to what people think they're going to be yeah i mean especially arkansas i've always viewed them as kind of in that very bottom tier of the sec but they've looked really good this year mm-hmm. um definitely they got a chance to to win that side of the sec i want to say they're in the west but yeah okay. shot there to win that yeah i mean definitely probably not going to win the division, but I definitely think they can be at least uh, maybe fourth best team in the West at some point, depending on how the rest of their season goes. So we'll kind of see on that. And then some other kind of college football news from the weekend is we had two coaches test positive for COVID-19 Florida head coach, Dan Mullen. And uh, he kind of said, no, he, we talked about this last time making the comments. He wants, uh, he wanted a full stadium for this past weekend's game that was supposed to be against LSU, but they had an outbreak in their own, uh college there so their game got postponed and then all of a sudden comes out he's positive and then kind of a other another coach that's kind of closer to us for a specific reason in a second I'll say Purdue coach Jeff Brom has also tested positive for COVID which you know the Big Ten comes back this next weekend here so that kind of you know Purdue plays Iowa this weekend so it'll be kind of interesting to see um kind of what comes of that because I've I just pulled up a tweet here at kind of talking about the testing process has it says the big 10 athletes are required to be held out for 21 days following a positive diagnosis di- diagnosis excuse me and then coaches have to follow the cdc guidelines which means 10 days isolation and they can return at the end of that if they've been symptom free for 24 hours so it just came out today sunday that he tested positive and if it says that coaches have to follow the cdc guidelines 10 days in isolation meaning He's not coaching on Saturday by my math. So the uh, interesting, interesting note to follow throughout the week here. Yeah. And you wonder if that changes the spread, like we talked about with Nick Saban, if that alters that and uh, going back to the Arkansas thing, I guess they're in the same um, uh, side as Alabama. So um, (laughs) 
probably not going to win that side. I I thought they're in the side with like Georgia and Florida. So no, yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe just maybe just competing for like an upper tier spot of that division, but probably not going to win that. Yeah, for sure. So I think initially I I've seen like this spread for Iowa Purdue like all over the map so far. I've seen like Iowa favored, Purdue favored. I think officially. I'll pull it up on my phone here, but I think it came out today. I was a three-point favorite. Now, I think that was before the um, Jeff Brom news, but we'll kind of see as the week goes on when we talk again next time on next episode, we'll probably have a more better idea because that'll be later in the week of what uh, the spread will look like for not only that game, but for the other Big Ten games that are coming back as well. Yeah, my book had it so open at Iowa minus eight and a half, which I thought was a huge, which I thought was way too big. What's and then right now it's, low, I think. Yeah, but um, my book still has it at minus seven and a half, which is like surprising to me considering they have Rondell Moore and their quarterback coming back and Purdue's always played us tough. So um, that was surprising to me. I thought it'd be more around like that minus three line that you talked about. I think I did a little quick Google search. I think I did see Iowa minus three as of right now, but I'm sure that can and probably will change throughout the week. So we'll kind of keep our eyes on that as we move forward. So kind of moving to today's action, the NFL, a uh, few, few notable games that happened, like we talked about earlier, your Atlanta Falcons going, was that in Minnesota? Was that correct? It was in Minnesota. Yep. In going to Minnesota, absolutely destroying the Vikings 40 to 23. Love to see that if you're Bears fan like myself, that over easily hits there, what did you have a number for that game? The over under, yeah. Um, I don't know the exact number, I want to say it was mid to upper 50s, though. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. I'd agree with that, too. So, big is that their Falcons' first win? Is that right? Yep, first win of the year. Yep, now it's just the uh, oh. New York Jets who are winless. New York Jets, that just makes me laugh every time I hear that. <laughs> couple other games, we had the Denver Broncos upsetting the New England Patriots. That was kind of a little bit of a shocker because I think they were, what, nine-point underdogs going in. They would go in and went straight up outright, which surprising to see that. And definitely uh, that under hit for that game as well. Um, then another game that kind of was a exciting game to watch, the Tennessee Titans rallied to beat the Houston Texans in overtime, 42-36. Uh, Titans were able to cover that, I think it was three and a half, if I remember correctly, and hitting that over, no problem there. Did you have any uh, action on that game at all? Um, I didn't uh, pregame. There was, so Tennessee was down like seven late in the fourth quarter, mm -hmm. and um, I almost live bet them, but I didn't. It would It okay. would have been like the number was like plus, I don't know, 400 or something like that. So I would have got a yeah. good value there, but I, I, I didn't bet. And then going back to that Denver new England game, I thought that, like you said, new England was going to run away with that game. So mm -hmm. if you had Denver's red or money line there, you uh, great value. Yeah, for sure. Um, a couple other games, Pittsburgh absolutely rolled the Cleveland Browns covers that game easily. No, no really any issues happened there between uh, miles Garrett and, Mason Rudolph, I remember right. So just Pittsburgh showing that they are they are who they are in the AFC North and showing remember, reminding Cleveland of where they stand compared to Pittsburgh. Um, Bears beating the Carolina Panthers 23-16. Bears covering that game. 
and the under hitting. I just feel like the Bears are always an under team. They're just never, they don't, everybody knows they don't score a lot of points and stuff. They just, and same thing with Carolina Panthers. They're more of an under team this year compared to other previous years. So I hit that under with that. I think the under was at like 40, 42 or 45, somewhere around there, I believe. So, no, yeah, the we, crazy thing is those over under lines are like low for the Bears and they still keep it under. It's crazy. <laughs> Everybody knows the Bears are more known for defense compared to their offense. So, I mean, don't yeah. really need to – I've seen some people harping on their offense and stuff, just like, hey, we know what we're doing here. I've seen this team play plenty of years here, so I know what I'm seeing and all that jazz. So, Oh, yeah, if that's your identity, stick with it. For sure. A couple other games uh, quickly. Baltimore – or uh, how am I doing? Baltimore Ravens hanging out against the Philadelphia Eagles, 30-28, to 28, hitting that over easily. And like we talked about earlier, the Detroit Lions covering that minus three against the Jaguars. I was looking at that game at first. I thought maybe the Jaguars could do it, but then I remembered it's the Jaguars. They're not doing worth anything really this season. Lions were able to hit that minus three, no problem. Yeah, if that felt like one of the kind of the locks of the week to me, I thought Detroit would have no issues with Jacksonville. For sure. And then two afternoon games, uh, Dolphins easily beat the Jets. We don't really need to. Dolphins are who they are. The Jets absolutely stink, so no really reason to talk about them there. And then we touched on this earlier, the Packers-Buccaneers game. Packers went up 10-0 early on. Buccaneers threw up 38 points unanswered. Do you remember what the final for that game was? I forgot to write that one down. The Green Bay-Tampa game? Yeah. Uh, 38-10. Oh, it did, it did end up 38-10. Okay, I didn't know if there was any more after that, but yeah. Okay, yep. So, yeah, yep, I think so that... the under hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Green Bay covered, so – or excuse me, Tampa Bay covered, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say. So I think that was – I think initially uh, Packers were an underdog going into the game, but I think the line closed at like my, Packers minus one or something like that, or like it just yep, – Yeah, a lot there, so – it did close around Green Bay minus one. That's what I got it at. I had minus one and then Green Bay money line. So mm-hmm. uh, both of those, um, yeah, I uh, lost money there. Well, we can try and make that up with Monday Night Football tomorrow night or tonight <laughs> when you're listening to this. So we have we get two more Monday Night Football games. With the first one, we have Chiefs at Bills at 4 p.m. on Fox. That is Chiefs are currently at minus five and the over-under is 57 and a half. What do you think that's going to happen that game? Do you think we're going to get a high-scoring game or are we going to get a low-scoring game? Kind of what these – we've really seen both both high-scoring and low-scoring from these teams so far this year. So I'll be kind of – at Buffalo, so I'll be kind of curious to see how this game goes. It'll be like a – kind of a mid to late afternoon game for both sides here. Yeah, it's like a weird time. It's kind of early on a Monday. Like I think people – I think I saw that people in Kansas City are still going to be working – so mm-hmm. that'll be weird, but um, I'm sure they won't actually be working. They'll be watching this game. <laughs> exactly. Any any diehard Chiefs fan will be watching that game. But um, I I see a high scoring, pending weather, of course, because it's in. Is that game in Buffalo or in Kansas City? I believe in Buffalo. In Buffalo. Okay. Um. Yeah. Pending weather, you know, because it's getting cold. But I mean, both teams are capable of scoring thirty plus points. Um. Both quarterbacks are among the best in the league. And we've seen both these defenses give up tons of points, Buffalo to Tennessee and Kansas City to Las Vegas a few weeks ago. So 
I see it as like a as an upper twenties to maybe even thirties game. I did. I just had a curiosity pull up the weather that we brought it up. So fifty one degree. So in Buffalo, New York tomorrow, fifty one degrees and eighty percent chance of rain throughout the day. Oh wow! So that that'll affect that definitely. So does that change your pick at all, or kind of change your thinking? Yeah, I mean that. Now I'm thinking more more towards the um, you know the under if if it's going to be raining during the game definitely that'll make for a slop fest I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Then our other other game for Monday Night Football that is Cardinals at Cowboys. Cardinals are currently at minus. I've seen anywhere from like a minus one to just a straight pick 'em. And the over-under is 55 and a half. I believe this will be the Cowboys' first game without Dak Prescott starting for them. So they'll have Andy Dalton, notable starter for the Bengals. Cardinals will have Kyler Murray going around. Um, what do you see there? Do you, obviously, the Cowboys at Cowboys Stadium, Jerry World, so that no weather will be an issue there. Do you see this being a high-scoring game, too? Do you see kind of defense kind of taking over? What do you think here? Um, I'm going to see more of a low-scoring game. Um, most of Arizona's games haven't been that high scoring. Um, Dallas has given up a lot of points. Um, so that's one thing to watch. You wonder if that Dallas defense, um, um, holds up or not, but, um, with, with Andy Dalton under center, I really question if, if Dallas can produce on offense. What do you see? Um, I'll give my pick, my official pick in a little bit here when we do our best five, but I don't know. I just feel like I did read another stat that said, so Kyler Murray is, I think, originally from Texas and has played in Cowboy Stadium like when he was in high school. And I don't think he's lost there. So that's just kind of a fun little notable fact there to kind of keep our eye on as we go this game. So I don't know. I'll, like I said, I'll make my my official p- prediction in a little bit here of where I think this game is going to go. So then kind of our last little uh, sporting news here. Uh, we did talk about this a little bit. We have the um, – MLB playoffs here, both the ALCS and NLCS are wrapping up this weekend. Uh, the Rays ended up did winning their series four games to three against the Astros going all seven games. And then currently, as we sit right here, the Braves are up two nothing in game seven of the NLCS at, against the Dodgers here. So when this comes out, we'll know exactly who the Rays will be playing in the World Series. But I did pull up our pull up the schedule here on our little sheet here. It looks like this. Uh, they do get some days off here uh, just based off the schedule uh, and when they play the World Series this coming week. So we'll kind of get a little bit of a break on a couple of days there when this World Series happens here. So what do you kind of see in this World Series going? Do we see this being a short World Series? Do we see this going all seven games or what do you think initially? Um, I'm definitely excited for it. Um, I, I'm really I'm rooting for Atlanta. I would just like to see an Atlanta-Tampa Bay series, two teams that um, recently haven't haven't been haven't had a lot of playoff success. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would imagine it going at least you know six games, if not seven. But um, okay. you know, I hope I hope it goes. I hope it goes a lot of games because I love you know I just want to watch some baseball. For sure, give the people what they want. Give them some more baseball to more baseball the rest of that can last that'll keep it going more make more people happy so yeah I definitely want to see it go go a few few extra games as well there so are we ready to give our best five picks for the week let's go for it okay I'll go ahead and give my first two picks here since they're kind of related 
going back to the Bills Chiefs game, I'm going to take the Bills plus five here. My pick. Um, I just think uh, you know get get to be at home here. Um, just they came off uh, the Titans game not looking great. I think they're going to be able to bounce back. I think they'll be able to hang with the Chiefs. I think Josh Allen can go toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes. Um, so I'm going to take the Bills plus five. Then I am going to take the Chiefs Bills over. I know we initially talked about the weather a little bit, but I just think both these teams will be able to score when they want to. And so I don't have an official number for the over. I guess I could look it up here real quick, but whatever the over is for the Bills Chiefs, I'm going to take that 57. number. I have 57 and a half. So, okay. Yep. So, yep, I will be taking those. Those are my two pick, first two picks. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and go with um, two picks. Um, let's see. Actually, I'll, I'll just go one to start. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with uh, one of the picks you just made. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs Bills over as well. Um, I know we talked about weather, I guess, and I know I said that could make for a sloppy game. But um, um, I, it's hard to take the under when, when Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen are playing. I mean, it's two of the best quarterbacks in the league. They've been lighting it up. Um, both teams seem to be able I – mean, they've hit 30 a ton of times between the two. Um, I'm going to take the over. I have to correct you there. It's Patrick Mahomes, not Pat. His mother would not like you calling him Pat. It's Patrick, so. I did see that on Twitter, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that one's there. Uh, do you want to give your next pick here? Since I did two, you want to do your two? Yeah, I'll go ahead and give another one. Uh, I'm going to take the Rays to win the World Series. Mm. Um, their defense uh, has played has been really well the last series. Um, I really like Blake Snell, um, you know, one of the best pitchers in the league. And uh, yeah, I, I'm going to take the Rays to win the World Series. Just, just in general, do you want to give like a certain amount of games? I'm not going to give a certain amount of games. I don't think I could nail that. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yep. So I'll give my next two picks since they kind of relate with each other. I'm going to go with the second Monday night football game. My first pick, I'm going to go with the Cardinals minus one over the Cowboys. And I'm also going to take the Cardinals Cowboys over in that game as well. Um, I just think that the Cardinals, um, how do I want to say this? I feel like the, the both teams will score some points here given you no know, Andy Dalton's not your you no know, normal backup who isn't like your, average quarterback he was a starter for so many years in Cincinnati so I feel like he should be able to definitely pick up the offense be able to score with this Dallas offense as well and I think the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray being able to put up points as well too so I'm going to go I think the Cardinals can definitely hang with the Cowboys because we've shown the Cowboys haven't uh haven't fully been that you know dominant team as we've seen and I did pull up that um a fun little fact here so uh, with the over underscore, so so far the Dallas Cowboys are four and one on the overs this year, eighty percent, and the Cardinals are zero and five, meaning they've gone under a hundred percent of their games there. So one of them's going to have to see the way there. So I'm I'm thinking this game's going to definitely go over. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's kind of what I touched on earlier. It feels like those Cardinals games have been low scoring, and then Dallas has just been through the roof in terms of scoring and giving up points. So mm -hmm. that'll be interesting to see, definitely. 
For sure. I just was pulling up that again. So over 55 and a half is what that over under is. Okay. Yep. All right. I'm going to go ahead with my next few picks. Yep. Go ahead. Okay. So that same game, I have three picks from that game. Oh, geez. Um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with you. I'm going to take Cardinals minus one. Um, I like the Cardinals to win, uh, especially with, with Andy starting. Um, like you said, Andy, He's a fine quarterback, but, um, you know, he's a backup for a reason. I think he's probably past his prime. And uh, so I'm going to take the Cardinals there. Uh, I'm going to take the the under for that game, actually. Um, I see um, more of a low-scoring game. And, you know, if, if Dak's starting, I would totally take the over. I mean, that game's a track meet. It's probably the first one to 40 points. But um, with him out, I'm going to take the under. And then I'm also going to take the Kyler Murray over on passing yards. I have no idea what that mark is. It's not been released yet. But whatever it is, as long as it ain't 400 yards, I'm going to take the over. Um, Dallas's defense has been really bad this year. Um, so I'm going to take the over there. You sure you want to look that up first before you give that official pick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll check. It should come out. My book, like, releases it, like, on game day. Okay. So I'll check tomorrow, but as long as there ain't anything too crazy, I'll take that. Yeah, I'm just kind of looking at mine, see if I can find anything to that. The only thing that I have that, like a little prop like that is, uh, let's see, where'd it go here? Kyler Murray, total passing and rushing, and that line is set at 335 and a half. Oh, wow. So okay. I'd imagine passing would probably be like, I don't know, Up two, or two. 270, 280, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, that's about what I'd say. Yeah, Sorry. and it's weird. My book doesn't release that stuff until really late, which kind of stinks. But, yeah, it's yeah, nice that yeah. your book has that stuff out there. For sure, yep. So I'll go ahead with my last pick for the week. Um, this is my World Series prediction. I'm going to take the Rays in six games. I just think the Rays get – we always talk about that. You know, their, their ALCS ended on Saturday. The NLCS will end here on Sunday. I just feel like getting that one extra day rest may help out their pitchers in the in the as as the week goes on here. So I'm gonna give a my official pick is Tampa Bay Rays winning the World Series in six games. I like the pick, yeah. So let me. I was gonna look up one more thing on that real quick. Maybe yeah. Maybe I'll stay away from that. Yeah, we don't worry about that right now. So. Did you give off? Do you have one more pick to give, or did you give them all? Nope, I had three from that Cardinals Cowboys oh, game, right. uh, one from the Chiefs Bills, and then the Rays. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. So I'm excited when we get because we were talking a little bit before we started here, like kind of once baseball goes, where are we going to kind of look at our picks? And it'll probably mostly be college football in the NFL throughout the week. I know definitely when November starts, we'll definitely get like some midweek games, whether it be like some actions, some like, I know the big 10 will be playing on some Friday nights and stuff. And there might be some other random games sprinkled in throughout. So that'll be more, more fun to watch too. other, other like college football games that we're not too familiar with too. That'll be kind of fun to see what they can do there. Yeah. And then of course we'll have Thursday night football too, to pick from if yep. we need it. Yep. Can't ever forget about that. So we got anything else we want to share Colton before we sign off here? I don't think so. Um, uh, another good week of picks and, and looking forward to wrapping up the baseball season. This will be it. Yep. Yep. 
So go ahead and uh, thanks. Thank you everybody for listening to us. Go ahead and follow us on all social media at Zoom Disputed is the handle for Twitter and Instagram. And my personal Twitter and Instagram is at Trevor Shores. My Twitter's at Colton Spore, Instagram Spore03. All right. Thank you everybody for listening. We'll catch you next time. Yep. Thanks everybody.